Welcome to No Tracers, the podcast where I take you on an adventure through the hidden gems and forgotten corners of the world. From abandoned buildings and tunnels to rooftop views and street art, join me as we uncover the secrets of the urban landscape. With interviews from experienced explorers, tips and tricks for navigating the urban terrain, and thrilling first-hand accounts of their explorations. Get ready to discover the world like never before. Come explore with us. But remember, leave no trace. Welcome back to the No Tracers podcast. I wanted to start this off by saying thank you for listening to the podcast. And this intro may not sound as professional as they normally do, but that's because I am currently on tour with the band Hawthorne Heights. They are playing with an orchestra. Uh, They're playing Hawthorne Heights songs as well as a bunch of other emo songs with a full orchestra. It's called the Emo Orchestra Tour. If you want to come to a show, I have guest lists for every date. I'll be doing this until November 11th, so I'll put the dates down in the description. Please reach out to me at no.tracers on Instagram if you want to come out to a show. I would love to meet some of you guys while I'm out here on the road. But, yeah, let's get into the show. This one is with Earth's Unknown Places. Uh, Very excited to have him on. He lives over in Europe, and it took a while to get him on the show because of our schedules and the time difference and his travels and things and my travels. So uh, very excited to share this episode with you guys here on the No Tracers podcast. If you guys want to join the show, if you want to come on as a guest, I would love to have you on. Uh, You can, again, hit me up at no.tracers on Instagram or contact at notracers.com. If you want to support the show, there are several ways to do so. You can pick up some merch. You can pick up one of my photography books. Uh, there's tons of different things down in the description as far as like uh, Amazon products that I think you guys could use if you are new to exploring or if you're trying to up your gear game. So definitely check out those links. But let's get into the show. Earth's Unknown Places, welcome to the podcast. Please introduce yourself and how long you've been exploring to the No Tracers audience. Um, so yeah, my name is Jochem, or at least my new, real name is Jochem. Um, I have got the page that's called Earth Unknown Places on Insta. Um, that's how people can find me. Uh, I've been urbexing now for, I think, a little more than one year. Um, so yeah, it's not, it's briefly, it's not very long. Um, so yeah, I think that's it. Well, welcome to the show. Um, I'm curious to know what got you into urban exploration? Like, where did you first hear about it? And what made you want to kind of dive into to this hobby uh, that that we all know and love? Um, yeah, well, just like I said, it started last year. And I, I was always watching YouTube videos uh, of the bigger guys like um, Josh and other other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to the to the remote places and i thought yeah i really want to do that sometime <laughs> um but here in our country i live in the netherlands and there most of it is or blocked with a lot of fences and cameras or it gets demolished um so i think in the entire country there may be 20 places or something so oh, wow. yeah that's not a lot so if you want to go airboxing here you have to go abroad so belgium germany uh and the rest of the countries Sure. So about last year, I think, uh, somewhere about around August, um, I wanted to go on vacation with a friend. And we 
one hour before we left with a van, with a camper van, we still didn't know where to go. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I was going online and I thought, well, there's a really big abandoned factory in Belgium. Let's just go there and see if we can get in. Um, so we drove two hours, uh, got there, uh, got on a couple of internet sites, found an entrance. Um, we spent there about eight or nine hours and only saw not even half of it. Um, and that's kind of where the entire adventure started. Um, on that moment, it's an abandoned place. It's really well known here uh, in this region. Um, it's getting demolished now, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, on that, that, that moment, it all started with the love for abandonment and the love for everything that a normal person doesn't go to. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, that's a, that's a known thing. Yeah. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about that more, like the mentality of an urban explorer? Like this isn't a normal thing, you know, I think no, we can all agree with that. Um, but why do you continue to do this? Like, what do you what do you get out of exploring abandoned places? Like, what is it for you that keeps you going back? I find it really um, soothing. It's like mm. it's really quiet there. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the things that are quiet. Uh, it's just the rest is way too busy. Um, a city where a lot of people go to to have fun and just yeah uh, see a lot of things. It's not really for me. Um, the the quietness and the beauty in a place that's uh, abandoned. It's like you're in a world that that, uh, and you're the only one who lives there. Mm. If you know what I mean, it's it's yeah. I find it soothing. I find it. Um, I can come to rest in a place like that and yeah. just get back to myself again. Yeah, absolutely. I think. Um... I often talk about it when with people that don't do this, that people that don't understand why mm. we do this. You know, it's like when you step into one of these buildings, it's like the world around it disappears. Exactly. exactly. You know, there's there's nothing else out there. It's just you and the, the it could be a loud, busy street. But the second you step into that building, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. It's completely silent. It's like, I don't know if it's the energy of the building. I don't know if it's just the fact that there's nobody in it, but there's something really special about these places exactly. that we get to explore. And so it, that was a beautiful way to put that, that you, you find it soothing and almost like therapeutic. It sounds like. Yeah, exactly. Almost like therapeutic because it went, the moment you step in, all the noises around you disappear mm-hmm. and you you, you will hear every sound. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a mouse or something, just two rooms further, you will hear it. Yeah. So quiet that it is. And that's soothing. That's yeah. at least what I think. Oh, absolutely. And I think, you know, I, I posted a video recently. Um, I was at a big hospital. It was like 10 floors, you know, pretty big. Mm-hmm. And uh, it had its own campus and everything, as most hospitals do. It has its own, like, town kind of built around it. The, yeah. the entire town is kind of abandoned now. But this hospital, um, the wind was obviously – there. all the windows were blown out, so the wind was just flying through the building. And so – I, I tell people oftentimes that these buildings have voices and they, yeah. they speak to us, you know, like, like you said, you can hear the, a mouse like down the hall or, yeah. you know, whatever it is, uh, the wind whipping through a building and like slamming the doors open and shut, you know, it's like, it's very special that these buildings like kind of speak to us, if you yeah. will. Yeah. And every building has their own uh, mm-hmm. sound or own voice. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you walk through an old hospital, it's different because all the rooms are, are attached. Mm-hmm. Or when you go to an old industrial place, it's a lot bigger. Right. Uh, I think that's that's it's something you can't explain to people that don't <laughs> do this hobby. Yeah. They will think it's weird or strange or whatever. But once they, I had it once with my father. He wanted to go with me. Um, wow. And um, before that, before he went with me, he really thought yeah, it's a weird hobby. The pictures are very nice, but he thinks, what, what are you doing? It's dangerous. Mm. Mm. So I took him to a couple of places in Belgium. And from that moment, he understood why I like it. Wow. Because it's it's you walk inside and just like we just talked about you step inside and it's quiet even yeah. if you're if you're on a busy street or a highway or whatever you don't hear it anymore because you're focused on what's inside exactly yeah you know one of my questions is actually about like what your family thinks about you doing this you know because it is such a strange thing that we mm-hmm. do but mm-hmm. that's awesome that you actually brought him with you to go explore i think that's like the best way to make somebody understand is to exactly. actually like bring them in to the, to the, the fold of urban exploring. Yeah. And it's, it, it, it's, it's special. It's also important just to grab a normal spot that I have already been to. Right. Um, because I'm not going to do uh, uh, something that's a bit more dangerous or climbing sure. or whatever with my father. That's, of course. that's, <laughs> that's not how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I just, I just took, took uh, two spots where I've already been to. So I know what to expect. I know what to find there. I know there's nobody else or it's really quiet. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's one big surprise for me too. And I have to uh, <laughs> watch for myself and my father. That's, yeah. that's, not, that's not how it goes. Yeah, definitely. So do you have a certain type of building that you prefer exploring, whether it be hospitals or big industrial plants? Um, do you have like a preference of the, the style of building that you go into? Yeah, I like industrial Okay. Um, because it's so immense, it's so yeah. big, um, and a lot of places I, I, I've been to, all the uh, electro or all the industrial machines are are still there, <laughs> and I like it when I walk through a plant. And beforehand, I didn't know what it was, but when you walk through it, you find, kind of get hints and stuff, mm-hmm. and you uh, connect the dots, and you find out what kind of place it was, how old it was, how long it's been vacant stuff like that and for me it's with an industrial place um most of the houses around here or the villas or whatever they are empty it's just an empty room right so there's no furniture or whatever it's just empty Mm. and i don't think that's um a lot of people think that that's also beautiful it's fine uh it's not for me yeah i want to see something i want to discover something and an empty room is empty there's nothing there just dust Sure. So, yeah. Yeah, I I don't really do houses, especially like here. I live in the South and Tennessee and the United States. And, you know, it's a little bit more risky kind of because like even if a house is like falling in on itself, like somebody could be living there. Exactly, exactly. And that's, so, yeah, I just that's not a surprise you really want to want to no. Especially in the South, you know, everybody's got a gun, you know, yeah. I'm not trying to like mess with anybody in their house that's like no. falling apart, you know. I've done a couple of them, but, you know, it feels like every time that I walk up to one, I'm like, ooh, like. Yeah, somebody maybe somebody's, yeah, somebody might be in there with yeah. a gun. Yeah, just sitting on the couch with a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it goes. Um, so. What has been your scariest or your riskiest explore? 
but it's just one week ago, I think. <laughs> yeah, I was on vacation for three weeks, last three weeks. Uh, two weeks I went to uh, Austria and Germany and stuff. Um, so that was all fun, just just vacation, a couple of urbex places. And mm. when we started to return, we went through France. And I found that there was a really big bunker that was uh, built in 1880, I think. Wow. So it was used in World War One and also oh. World War Two. Dang. It was a big one. Um, so we walked up to the forest and we saw signs that it was um, protected by military. <laughs> oh, no. So we thought, well, if it's protected, why don't they put a fence around it? Um, um. Because if it's really protected, put a fence around it. So we thought it was just to scare people off. Mm-hmm. So we went into the forest. It was completely overgrown. Uh, we did, still saw uh, places that used to be a road inside mm-hmm. uh, and bunkers on the sides. Uh, and then we found the big building. It was huge. Uh, I think in total we spent about four hours underground. Wow. With tunnels that were going for hundreds of meters connecting to other bunkers. Um, so we found that we have done two floors inside. When we got to the staircase, we saw three more floors underneath it. It, it was immense, but they were um, they were flooded, so oh. we couldn't we couldn't go down. So we went outside another point and saw there was another bunker, uh, and we went in there, spent another hour inside, had a beer inside, just <laughs> just yeah, fun. Um, and then we went when we went back out to leave. Uh, there was a pickup in the forest with a guy who was screaming police. Oh, man. And it was scary because uh, we, we, we checked the roads on the, in the forest and nobody has driven there for weeks. So we suspect now that there were cameras in the forest, mm. like uh, wild cams and stuff. Yeah. Um, and from that moment, we just ran. Uh, we thought, no, we're not going to get caught by French military. That's no. Nah. So we ran uh, about a minute or two. And then we thought, yeah, it's so overgrown and we're running uh, to the road. Let's just stop, go back and say, I, we did it. Uh, we're here. We went back to the place. The guy was gone. Huh. So we ran the complete other way. Uh, I think from that moment we ran about in total 40 minutes through the forest um, to another to another village because we still had GPS to follow where we were going. Oh, wow. I, t- I took the SD card out of my camera and mm. put it behind my phone that if we get caught, they don't see any photos. Any photos. Yeah. And it was just pur- pure adrenaline from that on. <laughs> uh, so we went to another village. Um, we went to a bar. And just sat on the terrace, had a beer. And from that moment, I think there were five pickups with uh, uh, guys dressed in military clothes that drove by and were looking for us. Oh, my God. So we sat there for about an hour until they closed. And then I had to fake an injury to make sure that one of the people, because our van was still 45 minutes away walking. And the forest was about 10 minutes away from the car so we took an immense detour uh and one of the people from the bar brought us to our van because i was injured 
sort of. <laughs> uh, and then we just took off. But wow. yeah, it was about two and a half hours of pure adrenaline because we found out that the fine there for breaking into a military place is about three and a half thousand euros Woo! <laughs> or, no, or 90 days in prison. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what, it, what we found out afterwards. Oh my God. Yeah, that dude. was scary as shit. Yeah, but I still have the pictures, so. <laughs> that's amazing. So uh, that's like a big tip for everybody listening. You know, if you are about to get caught, like remove your card. Oh, from yeah, your of camera, course. Remove you know, it like... or have a separate card with you. Like exactly. You, you can put into your camera with nature yep. pictures or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So Something it, that you don't mind losing. <laughs> exactly, because I had about 12 or 1500 photos from the entire vacation on that one card yeah and like you know it would suck to have them erased, yeah you know? yeah because you would lose all that stuff but yeah. yeah i uh i i always tell people like i every time i leave an abandoned building i remove my sd card or switch it to the second slot because my exactly. camera has two sd slots so i'll always switch it over or put it in my you know wallet or something you know just something to keep it from getting taken it, yeah. Even if there's no risk, even if I don't see a car or a cop or whatever. It doesn't matter, know. just to be sure. I'm going to do it from now on as well. I didn't yeah. do it, but I did, it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> oh, for sure. Uh, speaking of like something scaring the shit out of you, has anything ever made you want to stop exploring or like take a break from it? Like any experience that you were like, man, I got to kind of take a step back for a second? No, not yet. Good. No, 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 no. I've been caught. Well, I didn't. I haven't been caught, but almost for two or three times, including uh -huh. this one, uh, by security or police or whatever. Sure. Um, but not. I haven't been on a place that I thought, no, I, not, I need to quit now. Right. I just want to go further. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So speaking of like going further, do you have any bucket list spots that you're like dying to explore? Yeah, I want to go to uh, what is the uh, Ukraine? The, oh, for sure. Yeah, that's one that I really want to go to, um, but not now. Right, <laughs> right now <laughs> it's a little, a little uh, dangerous. It's a little bit more dangerous than just one bunker. Yeah. Um, no, that's one I want to really want to go to. Uh, there's also a abandoned uh, place in Germany that's called Little Priyat, Priyat, something like that. It's almost the same, but in Germany. Oh wow! Okay. Um, but it's still a thirteen or fourteen hour drive from here. Oh fuck! That's yeah. So, far. so um, yeah, there are a couple of places around um, that I really want to visit, but it's the bigger ones. Yeah, I got you. You know, going back to that bunker experience, um, I did a a bunker here in the U.S. It's uh, there's like. I think there's like 13 missile sites where they mm -hmm. used to have the intercontinental ballistic missiles. Yeah. Um, and so we went to one of them and it was my first time going underground for an explorer and, you know, no phone service, completely dark, you know, exactly. there, there was like wa standing water everywhere, you know, and like, it was crazy not having phone service while exploring. It was just like nerve wracking the whole yeah. time, you know, because it's like a, Every sound you hear, you yeah. think, oh, shit, there's some, yeah. someone behind me. Yeah, exactly. And it's usually just like a bird or, yeah. you know, something. But yeah, that was, for me, that was like a crazy experience. And we were in there for maybe two hours. So like you were there for like twice as long as us. Yeah. And like that's, 
I can't imagine being in a underground for four hours like that. Like that's nuts to me. <laughs> yeah, the, the moment you step out, then you, all your senses are are oh, it's need crazy. to restart again because yeah. you're underground for so long. Yeah. The only thing you hear is your body. Right, um, dude, I could hear my brain. Like yeah, I could hear the blood flowing through. That's how quiet <laughs> it was. The blood flowing through my brain. Like yeah, it we, was so crazy. We had a couple of moments where we thought, let's just stand here turn off the flashlight that's what i did dude yeah oh my and God. just stand there in complete yeah. darkness yeah. pitch black and quietness and yeah you can i did it for a minute and then i said no fuck it not more <laughs> that's way too scary dude it's so scary it's like you think your eyes are gonna adjust and they never do no no it's way too dark way too dark normally like, normally when you walk outside and you step outside in the dark you give it a minute and your eyes right. can see right this place this these places are so dark that you can Dude. wait for an hour and it's not going to happen because there's no, no light. No light. Zero. Yeah. Zero yeah, light. That's crazy. Dude, it's quite an experience to do an underground bunker. Like, yeah, it's amazing. I can't, you know, the, you talked about when you step outside, all your senses have to kind of restart. Mm. Can you imagine working at one of these places? <laughs> like yeah, you're underground for like 12 hours a day. Yeah. Fuck that. Well, the, and even remember, these pla the place where I was was built in 1880. Sure. So they didn't have like great electricity. They probably no. had like lamps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's you have to walk out around with a candle, yeah, and build build a structure <laughs> like it because we only saw I, afterwards. I found out that the bunker was the size of the entire forest. Oh my god! And yeah, they built that by hand, dude. Yeah. So. <sighs> The, the the because I found it out afterwards, um, there were three bunkers surrounding the place there. Two of them were museas, and one of them was the one we were in. Uh, mm -hmm. Was the, the entire because when we were running, we run we ran about two or three other bunkers. Wow! And afterwards, I found out they are all attached to each other by tunnels. Yeah, yeah. So we have had two of the tunnels with I think we walked about four four or five hundred meters. And there was no end. So we thought, oh, let's just return because sure. if we walk through and something collapses or whatever, we're yeah. stuck. Yep. But it was so immense. I think the forest was about six, 700 meters wide in wow. a circle. Damn. And then it goes down a, another four or five stories. That's crazy. Like, the it's size immense. of these places are just, it blows my mind. Yeah. There was, there was another one there. There was a museum. And you can go in. I didn't because I don't. I, I find it a lot more exciting when you can't go in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it's for a sure, museum, sure. yeah, no. Uh, but there was it. That one is so big; it was built in a mountain. So wow. there are a couple. There are a couple of bunkers here in France that they built inside a mountain. So they build it, and afterward they cover it with dirt. So yeah, it looks I like mean, a mountain, but inside damn. it's a complete village. Yeah. So there is a there is a train station inside. <laughs> so there's a train that goes inside the building and what? goes from one end to the other, yeah, from one end to the other. Oh my god! So that's the the, the size of the bunkers. That's so crazy. Yeah, that's so weird. And if if people listening haven't done a bunker before, you have no idea the size of these things. Like you no, think you like it's gonna be like a little dingy tiny bunk. No, no. it's <laughs> like a factory times yeah. ten inside yeah. the ground. Yeah, that, that's so weird because. We saw, we even found, and that's the one thing my body really liked. It was a toilet seat. It, it's such a small thing. You think that's yeah, a toilet. No, but it's made of wood. 
And it, yeah, it yeah. has been there for the last, because this one has been uh, abandoned since 1950. Wow. So that's 70 years. Jesus. And it was still intact. That's amazing. It wasn't it was... even wet or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Was there like graffiti in the bunker? Nothing. No, the, Nothing. The, Untouched. No, the, nice, the, the wow. funniest thing was that other people um, um, put out roots with neon paint. Oh, cool. So to like you, find your so way. So you always know which way to go and wow. which way the exit is. That's brilliant. You know, yeah. I had a I had a guest on the podcast um a while ago and he was saying like something similar to that, but he was saying if you do a tunnel or if you go underground, bring a bunch of glow sticks with you yeah. and yeah. drop them along your way so you exactly. know how to get out. And it's the yeah. same kind of thing with the neon paint, you know, yeah. like that's brilliant. You know, it's yeah. a it's a great way to keep your wits about you and keep your bearings. Cause when you're underground, it's like you're in a fucking maze, like a labyrinth. Oh, it's, it's, it's so it's hard to insane because you think, Dude. Oh, I've seen this. No, oh, no, you haven't. No, no you haven't. <laughs> no, there's no way we saw a room. That was, that was nice. We saw a room with dates because I think uh, after so many years, there's a lot of uh, uh, dust and stuff yeah. that gets settled on the walls. Sure. Um, it's not so smooth anymore. So people wrote down there the, the date that they were in there on the on the walls. Oh wow! It was in the kitchen on the towels. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw dates from 1954. Wow. Yeah, and 1968 yeah. and 94, whatever, all the years, and that's the dates that people were in there to explore. That's wild. It's crazy. You know, seeing stuff like that, like dates, I think are really cool to like yeah. see, like scrawled on the walls or wherever they are. I just watched a video. This guy went and explored, uh, explored Hitler's Eagle's Nest. And oh, wow. on the fireplace in the Eagle's Nest, the the U.S. military had like etched in the dates that they were there on the fireplace. <laughs> And wow. it's like, it's just crazy to see shit like that to me. I, I yeah. find it so fascinating that like people were there and like wanted to let other people know that they were there, you know, at yeah, a later yeah, yeah. date. That's, that's, the only, that's the only reason you do it. Yeah, you exactly. Let people know. You're we not wrote, doing it for you. Well, we wrote down yeah. our date as well. That's cool. That's awesome. I <laughs> With love a that. 70 year difference. but Yeah, that's, that's crazy to think about, you know, yeah. that 70 year difference. Um, so one of my... One of my things that I do on the podcast now, I ask my guests to ask the next person a question. So I've got a couple questions here from previous guests that I'm going to ask you. Um, So Zach Visuals asks, where do you draw the line on risk? Like, is there a certain point you won't go past? Yeah. um, If there, uh, if I know there's an owner or if there, how do you call it? Um, I, just for instance, I had a, a location in France, this vacation, that's an immense factory. I think it's about two kilometer, kilometers long. Wow. Um, and I, I've seen a couple of guys that went in there. So we thought, well, it might be doable then. Mm-hmm. We went there and there were still lights on the gates. We saw people walking inside. So the moment I see stuff like that, I know it's burglary or breaking into to a yeah. place instead of urbexing that's where i draw the line okay when there is still lights well lights is not not really big deal when i see people walking on the place that are working there i'm not gonna go in because it's breaking in yeah and it's not urbexing because it's not it's not abandoned yeah it's more infiltrating it's infiltrating it it's not abandoned and i see a lot of guys that went into into the place 
and they make beautiful <laughs> pictures because sure. they're not using the entire place. Right. But it doesn't mean it's abandoned. Yeah, definitely. I know that there's explorers out there on, on YouTube that do active spots like shy, for example, he does yeah. a lot of active infiltrations and I'm dude, like I can't, how are you getting away with walking around with a GoPro on your head? Exactly. Like, well, my guy. <laughs> yeah. How? It's crazy. It's crazy. I'm trying to get him on the podcast, but he's like, I don't really do interviews. And I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> come on. <laughs> His fucking stories are great. Like, they've yeah. got to be just mad. Because, I mean, he does train hopping and, like, yeah, all, the, awesome. all the stuff. But that's the goal is to get him on the pod. Um, so... Uh, another another question for you from another explorer, um, exploring with Nomad. His question is, do you have any good luck charms? Like, do you bring like an item, like a bracelet or like anything with you that like you see as like a good luck charm? I've got a sweater. Okay. That's a sweater I've been wearing since day one. <laughs> but it's a sweater. So in the, in the summer, it's a bit too hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's not doable. But no, I no, no, normally I bring it in my car or something. Yeah. It's a sweater I use. Uh, yeah, but the so... rest, no, I don't really have a good luck charm. It's, gotcha. I don't really believe in that, except sure. my sweater then. Sure. Um, for the rest, yeah. The sweater didn't give me luck when I was in the bunker. So <laughs> I maybe I have to change it. I mean, you got away, right? Ah, that's true. I got away. But yeah, yeah almost shit my pants. Yeah. That was scary. <laughs> so... What do you do when you're not exploring abandoned places? What's your like normal life? Do you have like a regular job? Like what yeah. do you do? I work in construction. I uh, maintain okay. buildings. So I don't build them. I maintain them. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm uh, with a buddy. I'm building a boat. Oh, wow. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's kind of, uh, yeah, regular. Very cool. Um, if you could live in one abandoned building that you've explored for an entire week, which place would it be? Wow. That's a good one. Uh, that's a good one. I have to think about that. Um, I think it's a, it, it was a factory I've been to, let me see, a couple of weeks ago. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm mistaking. It's a, it's a sanatorium, sanatorium in uh, Belgium. Ooh. It's called Sanatorium de Basile. Okay. They're uh, making an hotel out of it now. Oh, wow. Uh, I've been there last year, and the view out of that place is amazing. Because when you're in the, at the top story, you, the view is about an entire valley. Wow. Because you're up about 1,500 meters um, sure. above sea level. So the view from there, it's insane. And I think a lot of people who have been there, when I say the name, it, it, it's they know exactly the view. That's 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 insane. That, that's the place I really want to live. But yeah, it's been sold now, so that's no amazing answer. that they're building a making it a hotel, like a yeah. sanatorium. Like that's that's a little weird. Like that's it is. a little wild. It is. Yeah, they're 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 completely tearing it down. Um, oh, okay. So they're not, not just completely. gonna keep it. As no, is. no, they're 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 um, keeping the structure, but they're okay. tearing down the windows, the uh, the Got swimming it. pool, everything, and they're building it back up. Wow! So that's a place I'm gonna go and visit when it's wow. done. Yeah, that'll be super cool um, to have like those photos, you know, mm. different times of its existence. Um, if you could see, speaking of like buildings getting re repurposed, um, if you could see one building that you've been to get restored into something new or its former glory 
do you have like a specific building for that? Mm. I think it's the same one, but it's already sold. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. That has been, I think, by structure and stuff. The the previous building I've been to, mm. it's 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 made in an angle uh, or in a curve. The building. Oh wow! That's so when cool. you're on the complete left side, you and you look forward, you can see the right side. Wow, that's yeah. incredible! <laughs> yeah, what a yeah. Cool... And, then it's, and then it's on the side of a mountain. Sure. So you can imagine the view you will have yeah. when there's no forest. Got to be crazy. Yeah, um, it's insane. What do you hope for the future of urban exploring? I hope people will stop burning down places. Mm. It's a trend that's happening here in the in the region a lot. Yeah. Um, there are even separate Instagram pages that follow the the places. And they will spread the news when some something is burned down. Wow! Uh, so people will know what to expect. But a lot of things get destroyed. There was, a, for instance, a, um, a karting, a go kart place. Sure. In Belgium, it was go karting and a laser game. Whatever you can do there, uh, uh, it got known. And about, I think, two months later, burned down. Damn. completely destroyed the go-karts were were stolen uh, everything got demolished uh, it's yeah. insane and a lot of things like that happen more and more because people give out their locations yeah and they put them online mm-hmm. and that's just dumb yeah i agree so you know, I, I, I hope it will stop or change at least and sure i i, I think also with graffiti graffiti make can make or break a place a hundred percent um, I've just been to a place where a graffiti artist, uh, he's called, uh, JPS. Uh, I found him on, on Insta. He puts his signature, uh, on the parts he makes and he paints people. Wow. But that's so insane. I will, I will post a picture of, of it one or the, uh, today or tomorrow on my, uh, on my page. Sure. And he makes such stunning images. So when you just walk over a, a place, you don't. You just see them from a from uh, somewhere down or whatever. He he hides them. Oh, cool. So he makes he makes uh, it, it, it's insane. But I think those things are are a lot better than just random tagging everything. Sure. And making a mess out of it. So it it can make or break a place. Yeah. Um, and I think there are a lot of places we've we've got a graffiti factory here in Belgium and it's a, a factory that's covered by graffiti <laughs> but that's a beautiful place because a lot of artists go there to uh, sure. place their best work wow that's amazing yeah I just did a, a documentary about a bunch of graffiti artists that do a meetup every year in St. Louis yeah and you're right it can make or break a, a spot for sure you know yeah. the random stupid like dick drawings or yeah, swastikas exactly. or yeah. whatever you know it's like unnecessary you know exactly. and, uh so I, I but i do respect the murals and things like that for sure absolutely i think yeah. there's a there's a place for those you know exactly um, they, they they spend time and effort to yeah. drawing something as beautiful as, as that instead of just bringing a can and demolishing something right. that was beautiful before yeah definitely so what is something you know now that you wish you knew like a year ago when you started exploring? Uh, 
there's a lot more places I can go into. <laughs> <laughs> I thought everything was 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 uh, guarded by fences and stuff, but you can just walk in everywhere. <laughs> yeah, here it's in Belgium and stuff. It's so easy. You can just you see a place and you think ah oh, people are guarding it or stuff. Just walk in, and if <laughs> and if they they t- tell you not to, you just walk away. Yeah, it's, it's easy. I I always thought, oh, it must be covered by fences and cameras sure, and whatever. Sure. And some parts are. That's fine. You just have to mask, put a mask on. Yeah, yeah. But it's so easy to go in. And the the thing I found out that there's a lot more abandoned in countries than people will know and people think. Mm. Uh, I didn't think there was so much buildings were abandoned. It's by crazy. families or or companies or whatever, yeah. you just they just leave it somewhere. Yep, it's crazy, man. And that uh, makes our know. hobby insanely good. Oh yeah, <laughs> because it's a co- completely different world we get to explore, and other mm-hmm. people can't. Yep, exactly, exactly. So, do you have any questions that you would like to ask my next guest? That's a good one as well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not getting one now. That's all good. No worries. It's... I will send you one after. Perfect. I'll add it into the list. But thank you so much for coming on here. Uh, if people want to follow you, let them know where they can do that online. Yeah, it's Earth Unknown Places. So Earth dot unknown uh, lower yeah thing places. Well, guys, that's another one in the books. Thank you for listening to the No Tracers podcast with myself and Earth's Unknown Places. This was a really cool episode. I loved getting to chat with him about his journey as an explorer and his time traveling across the world, exploring abandoned places. I hope you guys enjoyed this show. If you did, please leave a rating and feedback. It helps the podcast grow and it helps us find more listeners that enjoy urban exploring just like you do. Like I said at the beginning, if you want to uh, support the show, there are a bunch of ways to do so. Just check, check out some of the links down in the description. And other than that, I'll talk to you guys soon. If you want to come on the show, hit me up. No.tracers on Instagram. Let's get you on the schedule. Stay strong. Keep enduring. Go out. Go explore something. And remember, leave no trace.